Welcome to Runway Audio's brand new podcast. My name is Austin, and I'm here with JJ of Interchange Noiseworks. What's going on, guys? We're, uh, it's going to be fun. We're excited to kind of chat and hang out. JJ and I have known each other for a while. Um, yeah. We both went to Belmont. He's still at Belmont, which is really crazy with his story. Um, but yeah, we connected a few years ago, kind of early on in both our companies' um, years, and it's been a fun process to kind of work together and learn together. Um, we're going to talk about the JHS show and how that really formed his company and how what they're really doing now and how they used to be called power pedals, which is, it's a whole, like whole different animal. It's a whole journey. Yeah. So we're excited uh, to kind of talk about that. So make sure to stick around for all that. All right. So yeah, let's talk about kind of the story of interchange or power pedals, how you started. Yeah. uh, I guess it all stems back to like 2016. I was a sophomore in high school. I had just gotten into electric guitar, and um, boutique guitar pedals were pretty expensive for a 15-year-old without a job. Um, So I figured I would uh, start building them, and that ended up being a more expensive hobby than buying them. (laughs) But uh, it kind of paved the way for where Interchange is now. Um, uh, The first company name that we went under was Power Pedals. We, uh, we didn't have any audio effects pedals. We had our first project was called the Stage Lamp, and it was like a little flashlight for your pedal board. We sold all of about 10 of them. Um, and uh, yeah, we kind of progressed from there. Uh, about 2017, 18, I met a guy named Brandon Schock, who's located in Portland, Oregon. Um, and he uh, builds pedals, does... Um, does his own company i believe he's called professor pedals now he used to be shock rock uh and yeah we connected via instagram and i had an idea for our first pedal um, which is now the on air and kind of over a series of months i think years by the by the end of getting it out um we kind of prototyped the original model and then a few more to come after that and that was like my start in the audio effects game um and yeah that was that was power pedals very cool what well, was kind of like the launching process for the first one like what did you kind of did you just like release it or like what was your kind of um i just kind of released it we had an instagram page at that point with all of about like 300 followers uh, i was really just building them and selling them to uh, friends at my high school that also played electric guitar um yeah very cool yeah, and then how did that kind of come into your college journey? Because you were still kind of doing that when you started at Belmont. Right, so I left uh, for college in the summer of 2019. And at that point, I was really into JHS pedals. They were actually the company that had inspired me to like get into building effects. Uh, they're based out of Kansas City, Missouri now. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, so there was this like, oh, cool, Missouri Pride type thing. Uh, and... I built one of the on-airs. I think it was like number 11 or 12 uh, and sent it to uh, Josh with a handwritten note and was just like, hey, I'm going off to college. Uh, probably can't solder in a dorm room. So this is like the end of my pedal journey. But I just wanted to say thank you for inspiring like a kid to sit behind a soldering iron and create something. It seemed huh. pretty cool. So That's really cool. Did you uh, get like an actual response from him or did... 
Yeah, we uh, we didn't get a response, but about three months later, uh, they featured it on the JHS show. And I remember the morning, it was on Halloween, uh, and I was watching it. I think it came out every Friday at that point. And like halfway through the video, he said, uh, you know, next up is this pedal from Power Pedals. And I like hit the space bar and I was like, oh crap. Uh, and I got up and I ran next door because I was in a college dorm at this point and grabbed my best friend and was like, dude, our pedal's on the JHS show. And he, <laughs> he ran over and we watched the rest of the episode. Um, and there were a bunch of people kind of still hitting up an email that we still had active and asking about where our company was and where they could buy these pedals. And it initiated the spark of like, cool, there might actually be something here. Uh, it validated, I guess, this idea that I had in high school. Yeah. Um, so I, I reached back out to Brandon uh, in Oregon, and he kind of helped me create a version two of the on-air. And then we started dreaming up some other models too, and, and that got the ball rolling again as, I would say, a legit company yeah. um, beyond just selling to high school friends and stuff like that. So, That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's fun to hear kind of like, I feel like a lot of companies have like that moment of like, this is the moment that, you decided that this is not like a side hustle. This is not like a hobby. This is like something that you could like possibly be full time or like, you know, have employees and have like a, be a career, you know? Right. So it's really cool that, that you had that moment so early on to like really define that this is like something you want to do for generally the long term. Definitely. That's awesome. That's really cool. And oh, the existence of Interchange now to JHS. Yeah. So. Thank you to them. Yeah, kind of talk through that, like, kind of mental process. Because, I mean, rebranding is, like, probably one of the most terrifying things ever. (laughs) Especially in an industry that, like, is so, like, brand loyal. I mean, it's really hard to get someone to move to a different, like, I mean, cables, for example. Like, once someone finds a company that they like that makes cables it's really hard to get them to try another company, which is great once right. they've moved over, once they've like committed and loved, like once our customers like love Runway, they usually like stay with Runway and are really happy and we build a community with them. But it's really hard to get people to like try our stuff because yeah. they're like committed to another brand, which is awesome. Um, but it, so going and trying to change, like if we tried to change our name, it'd be really detrimental. But I think you kind of like, you caught it and it's such a perfect moment and built off the momentum of it so talk about kind of how that process went for you absolutely uh yeah going into 2020 um we were still power pedals we had released a second pedal with uh with brandon called the element 119 and that started kind of getting some traction and i had reached out to a few demo companies and stuff uh asking if they would feature our product and I was getting some weird responses, and one particular one was a dude on Instagram called Edge of Breakup. He's done a lot of marketing for a few different pedal companies and helped launch them, and he kind of responded and was like, you know, with where your brand is and all this, like, I'm just not going to do it because I don't like the look of it. Yeah. And, like, there's nothing, like, significant about power pedals. And, like, you know, first first reaction is like, oh, that that's heartbreaking, that's detrimental, yeah. like, that's my baby, that hurt. And then I was no, like... Yeah. No, like, you're right. I came up with that name when I was 15, um, used a free logo generator that I found on Google to, like, create our logo and, like, stuck with that. And there wasn't really any meaning behind that brand or anything. And we were still at a point 
that it was early enough that we could make that switch Mm -hmm. and you know the audience we had knew who we were Mm -hmm. and there wasn't too much out there that uh that we would have lost by making it if we were making that switch now it definitely would have been a lot more painful it it is a it is a brand game uh in the music industry as far as just creating good products and Mm -hmm good customer service and like being true to the product that you're putting out and the experience that you're creating for the musician Mm -hmm. um so i really thought through kind of what we wanted to stand for as a company Uh, and our big thing is three c's so creativity um communication and community or conversation and community uh which is kind of what music's all about, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's freedom to like create and express. Mm-hmm. Uh, there should be a conversation around it, and you know what we're singing about or what we're writing. Uh, and then there's a communal element that exists, yeah. even within the industry. Like a lot of our competitors are really good friends, and yeah. like it's been cool. So uh, interchange is the point of intersection between two things. So whether that's like a seller and a buyer, whether that's you know two musicians collaborating, or um, you know, just a crossing of paths. So we wanted to kind of emphasize that with our brand and who we were and just say like, let's make each interchange meaningful. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's kind of what sparked our rebrand from power pedals to interchange in August of 2020. So, yeah. Which is also a crazy timing of all that. Yeah. It's like coming out of a really tough season, kind of (laughs) fresh and new. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, Branding is such a crazy, like, I remember when I first met you, like, I mean, even, like, like, trying to do some research on, like, when you had reached out, it's kind of like, because you always kind of check out your (laughs) friends that reach out to you, and, like, it's, like, power pedals, like, you search power pedals, it's hard to kind of find, I mean, there's, like, SEO and Google is so important, and so having something that, like, people can just grasp immediately, and, like, you know, like, or you search it, and, like, really, they can't find anything else but you is the most important part because our world is such full of just stuff across google right. and across everything so it's really important to find something that's like really obvious and, and connects that's awesome that's really cool it's uh i'm glad you came out of it stronger than ever for sure like yeah. you definitely i mean there, you run the risk of like this could just be an awful experience and we just come out so much worse you know like it could just be like that was a bad idea she just left it and then you can't go back and then, right so yeah i'm glad that you came out the way that you did with it it's it's been cool it's been fun to kind of work with you and and hang out with you in that process and yeah yeah it's uh it's been a sweet journey and like i'm really grateful having i guess like an adjacent competitor to like look up to and you know having you as a mentor of like hey have you tried this or have you thought through this or just someone to bounce ideas off of like it's been really instrumental in the growth of interchange and just yeah getting getting that off the ground and Absolutely. running with it so yeah it's been fun jj and i have some fun conversations like that's definitely <laughs> like and it 99 percent of the time is not even about music industry stuff it's just like thinking through ideas of like right coffee and you know different businesses like we definitely have a very similar brain and so it's kind of like okay like i mean yeah we're like our companies are kind of just in a different like just scale behind each like we started a few years before you so just mm-hmm. a few years ahead kind of situation and so it's been fun to kind of be like, well, these are the mistakes that I made when I was at your point. And so, hey, don't make these mistakes. Right. So it's been really fun to kind of watch you, like, 
not make those mistakes that I made <laughs> and, and grow together and see like, okay, well that would have been better if I wouldn't have done that in the past. And now you're doing things that you know, wish we would have done. And now we're doing now. And so it's been, it's been really cool. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, what's kind of the, the future for interchange right now, right now, um, building the community of just artists and musicians that we have around us. Um, and that's not just like consumers and people who use our pedals, but you know, we post to a blog, we have an email list, uh, we're getting ready to launch a YouTube channel. Uh, and it's fun engaging in conversation with like-minded and not so like-minded musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's on forums on Facebook where someone posts, you know, two screamers, the best pedal. And then you got like 80 yeah. comments <laughs> that are like, no, it sucks. Um, I have 80 comments that say, yes, you're right. And then 80 comments that say, no, <laughs> right. But, uh, <laughs> It's it's cool being part of like a community that just like talks about that and it's an escape for a lot of people yeah. but it's also like a good time and something that people uh can bond over. Um music's fun and being able to like create a product that influences like how yeah. people make music or how their music sounds yeah. is is really really a neat thing. Yeah. So definitely my biggest my favorite thing about all the pedals that you've put out is like they're different. Like it's it's like some people could say it's like it's it's just great like it's fun because it like makes your sound your own like yeah. i think that's like the creative part of you it's like you're not just recreating a tube screamer you're not just recreating a clon like it's different stuff that like is creative and therefore like making people's music and making people's tone like their own right and so i think that's like I, I definitely see that in you and that's kind of your attitude towards it and i think that's kind of what the creative side of it comes from it's like you're not just trying to make a buck here to like you know like make yeah. the same thing to make a buck like you're trying to like like you're working your butt off to make something <laughs> that is like different and not just the same thing that everyone else is making so. absolutely uh it's it's a matter of like everyone's like oh our pedal's better and it's yeah what is better it's it's subjective like they all uh, work like you put a guitar into it and a guitar and always comes out the other end exactly. like they're all the same it's just it, what how you translate it and how you use it obviously yeah it's at the end of the day like all sound is useful mm-hmm. some more than others yeah. but like <laughs> people will find a way to to yeah. use whatever sound you put out there so you know i'd rather sell a pedal for two hundred dollars that isn't doing the same thing that a $80 yeah. pedal is doing or yeah. another $200 pedal is doing, you know, like let's do yeah. something that's new exactly. or can be new or can be used differently. Um, yeah. Like everyone's just striving right now to kind of like do something different. Like, I mean, you kind of see it in the music industry, like everything's kind of in it just kind of shifting a little bit. Like all of the artists is, artists that are doing really well are like, I mean, like 21 pilots, like that's, yeah, like the music that they are putting out was nothing like what music was like five years ago, or like, mm-hmm. um, and so it's it's really interesting interesting to see like what's coming out right now, and I think your pedals kind of facilitate a lot of that like change of just like this is new, this is a new sound. You know, like I mean, obviously you can use these pedals for every day. Like I'm not trying to make them sound like they're like <laughs> these pedals that are, make these crazy sounds, but they're just right. different. Like they just make like they make you more unique for sure which is cool appreciate it yeah so let's let's talk about um the new series of pedals that you put out this past year yeah kind of what the process looked like and how it's going and what it looks like in the future definitely um the the new series that we put out is called the streamline series 
And the goal with that was kind of diverting away from our original two pedals, which have four and five knobs and then multiple switches and just a lot of parameters to adjust. And we kind of wanted to simplify it for uh, the musicians that are like set and leave players. So you find the one good tone and you don't touch the pedal and you don't have to worry about it because that's really true to like how I play. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a risk that comes with that because when you only have one knob, it's kind of saying me as like the person who designed it or chose this sound Yeah, is what I think is good, right? Yeah. And then it's like, hopefully you like it too. Um, but yeah, our Streamline series is all just a bunch of pedals that are one knob and priced at one oh nine ninety nine. Uh we wanted to shoot kind of at the the lowest that we could in the boutique market just for people who want to get into playing hand wired pedals and yeah. can't afford the two hundred dollar, three hundred dollar end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, but still want a sound that is a little bit different. So yeah. uh our first three releases are really simple. They're called the number one, the number two, and the number three. Uh, and we took one circuit, uh, similar to an electro distortion, um, circuit for my gearheads that are familiar with what that is. And I literally sat on the floor of my bedroom with my favorite amp and my favorite guitar and would just pull out a piece and put in, you know, a new capacitor or a new transistor or a new resistor and figured out which sound I wanted in each pedal. So the one is... A, uh, I call it like a fizzy overdrive. It sounds like when you dime a tube amp mm-hmm. and you start getting that kind of like fuzz light yeah. breakup, but it's not quite a fuzz. Uh, I use that a lot in application with the type of music that I play. And, and that was really, really a fun sound to kind of chase after and find by swapping out these pieces. Um, the two is a lighter overdrive, so kind of like an always on. Uh, and is pretty dynamic as far as how hard you hit the strings is how yeah. much it's going to break up. And then the three is just a really classic electro distortion sounding distortion. Um, we hadn't put out a distortion that, you know, sounded, yeah. I'll say more mainstream yeah. um, yet. And I wanted one for those players that mm-hmm. were a little, you know, off put by our element, which is kind of a fuzz distortion um or the on air which is a true fuzz yeah so the three is definitely probably my favorite like it definitely fits kind of more along like you said the more quote-unquote <laughs> normal guitar player like more normal is the wrong word but like mainstream yeah that's a better word yeah um yeah they're cool they are also a really cool looking we'll have pictures of them if you're watching on youtube <laughs> uh, but they're here behind us as well yeah. um everyone that comes in runway always looks in like what is this so it's fun to kind of to push them and talk to them so um yeah so i mean so are there going to be more is three the beginning is three the end what's the yeah uh we have plans in the future for releasing a believe it or not four five and six classic i know i don't know how you came with the names I, it's, <laughs> it's all original um uh yeah we're hoping by that point to start getting into uh some less you know gain stage effects mm-hmm. and more into uh some modulation and you know ambient ambient yeah. type stuff with those and once again putting out a reverb or delay that's 
you know, hand wired, but still at the one one hundred nine price yeah. point is that'll be a challenge for sure. It will, uh, but I'm excited. Just like even even myself as a player, it's hard spending you know two hundred dollars on yeah. a, on a new pedal. I say that, and I sell pedals for two hundred dollars, but um, yeah, just just something that exists for for everyone in the market uh, and it's accessible to more people. I yeah, because they're definitely. So. Yeah, I mean, it it kind of proved it. I mean, we talked about JHS. I mean, the the three series that they had put out like kind of proved that there is like a need for that kind of quote unquote lower end of the spectrum price wise like right. pedals. Um, and those did really well. Like it was cool to see a lot of people that like got into guitar playing, like got into gear. Yeah. Um, with honestly, with those pedals, so I think there's definitely like a need for those in the bo- more boutique industry. Like I would say JHS is still pretty boutique, but um, it's definitely you're definitely more boutique than they are. I would I would have to say, but. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to kind of see, this is kind of an interesting tangent, but kind of with COVID, how many musicians started with COVID? Yeah. Like, how many people, like, thought about playing guitar? You know, like, I don't have time to play guitar. I don't have time to learn how to play guitar. And then, like, COVID happened, and they, you know, either the job went, either ended up losing their job, or they ended up working from home and having way more time on their hands than they ever had before. Right. And then decided to grab the guitars in the basement or go buy a guitar online. And, you know, and then, yeah. and how many of those people are going to stick with it and, you know, and fall in love with it. And then, you know, a few years from now, they're ready to start kind of more into the pedal game and boutique stuff. And, and, you know, and then yours are ready for them basically. <laughs> so it's cool. I'm excited for the future of the industry just on that front of kind of like people that are going to stick with it. Like how much of, this industry is going to grow because it took me i mean playing it took me four or five years honestly it sounds like it was a little faster but like to really get into like realizing how much tone mattered and how much like right like like i i vividly remember this is embarrassing vividly remember like playing guitar along to a song and i was like so excited about it and then like two years later i did like the same thing and i like i realized i was playing in like the, the wrong key complete like it was all so bad like it just was like i'm like oh my gosh what was i doing and so like now i mean yeah it was it was fun like realizing that and it was this is so bad but and so like but now it's like learning into like okay wow like pedals matter amps matter the type of guitar that you're playing matters like that took me a few years to kind of like realize and so it's i'm excited to kind of see the future of like kind of musicians that just started this past like two years yeah and kind of who sticks with it and who falls in love with it and kind of like if this industry grows or not so it's a it's a fun evolution too like i remember my first pedal was the classic boss ds1 and i had like a little epiphone acoustic amplifier that came in like one of those like 200 dollars value packs that you get from guitar center and i played like a Squire Telecaster into a DS1 into that that little Epiphone amp. Absolutely fire. It sure. sounded terrible. Oh, it was okay. <laughs> neighbors probably hated me. Parents, you know, probably hated me. But like that's that's what kind of like fueled the whole pedal. Yeah. The what is it? Gas. The, yeah. The gear, gear acquisition syndrome. Acquisition yeah. syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, boss, for uh, for starting it all. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's I think my first pedal was I got the Boss the OD one. Yeah. And I literally think I got it on eBay for like eleven dollars. I don't I mean I don't know how. And I like remember getting it and I like tried plugging it in and it didn't work and I was like, What the heck? But it like it didn't have a bat like the battery was dead. Like it was like I didn't know anything about pedals right. at all at this time and like <laughs> and so I was like really like really sad that it didn't work. But then it, I got it working and I think I still have it somewhere. I probably gotta break it out and put it on my desk or something and say my my DS one's still in the closet. Yeah. Get some love every once in a while. Yeah. It's yeah. I like frame it or something. This is what started <laughs> all of it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for being here. Really appreciate you coming in and, yeah. and chatting. Um, this podcast has been a really fun experience. You yeah, helped out it? on a handful of them. Um, it's been cool. Uh, JJ and I have some fun projects that him and I have worked on the past good amount of time. A couple it's, pedals. It's been a little while. Yeah, that we got to it's fun it's an adventure for sure but we have a couple pedals that might might end up in existence circulating in the near somewhere. future they're somewhere yeah. i think so um but yeah so definitely keep an eye out for that um but also please make sure to go to interchangenoiseworks.com and subscribe to the email list because there's a lot of really cool stuff that he puts out that's just community-based stuff like the art what the artists that they're working with are doing and it's really cool i mean it's fun to see kind of a company that really is like their backbone truly is the, the community of musicians um so definitely make sure to subscribe to the email um, and follow them on instagram and facebook to make sure you're part of that um and definitely try out one of their pedals um they're very cool um definitely at least tell your local dealer to pick them up so that people <laughs> can try them so that'd be awesome um, and then while you're online, make sure to go to runwayaudio.com and pick up your new favorite cable. But yeah. also make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. Smash um, that notification button. Smash that bell. like button yeah. and smash notification button so that you get the <laughs> bell when it all comes out. Um, but thanks for being part of this, everyone. Um, yeah. We couldn't do this without people like JJ and also people like you. So thanks for uh, thanks for hosting and yeah. those that have made it this far. Thanks for listening to me talk about pedals. It's, yeah, it's fun. It's so JJ time. will be back for sure. So I'm not. I'll I'm think not about too worried it. Yeah. About it. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, <laughs> but have a great rest of your night or day, everyone. Whenever you're listening to this, and we'll see you around. Mm-hmm.